everybody. Welcome back to the Blue French Horn podcast with Chelsea and Sierra. Guys, we are done with season one. Yes, this is the season finale, and it's emotional. It is emotional. Can you guys even believe it? Like It's flown by that we've already done a whole season. Yes. And there's 22 episodes, so like you guys have listened to us for a really long time. Yeah, like thanks guys. We greatly appreciate each and every one of your faces. And we're excited. And ears. Yes, mostly your ears. Mm. Uh, (laughs) But also any nice comments you've left us or anything like that, we greatly appreciate. So this is episode 22, Come On. Yes. Um... So, episode 22, season f- season one finale, come on. Shall we start with our fashion segment? Always. I didn't take any fashion notes because I knew what was coming this episode, and I just... Hyper-focused? Actually, yeah. I did notice the one thing. Robin's... Hold on. Suit up. Um, <laughs> Robin's blazer thing that is shorter than her arm sleeves. Yeah. It's yeah, her shirt sleeves and arms. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 so much. It's a choice. Um, she kind of looks like the ringmaster at a circus. Yes, and, she does. But not get over that. That's really funny. Yeah, and the flare have, pants. Yeah, she, oh, the bootleg cut, man. Those bootleg jeans. I understand Gen Z thinks they're cool again. Y'all gonna be laughing at yourselves in five years because we wore those already. We know. Yes. And no matter what you do, and you try not to get them wet, unless you're actually appropriately the right height, it did fails. I used to actually have a pair that were, like, different. They were, like, stripes, like, horizontal stripes of different shades of jean. So they just kind of always looked like they were wet at the bottom because they were darker on the bottom. So people, I think I've seen those. Yeah. So people were always like, are your pants wet? And I was like, no, they just look like this. But then when my pants were wet, no one noticed. So, you know. Give and take. Uh, my first note was, um, are you ready to all be shocked? Ted is in his corduroy blazer. What? I know. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't have too many. Later, he we had the- a really nice suit on. He did, yeah. When he did the blue front horn stuff, he did. Um, he also later has a suede blazer. Yeah. Uh, when he him had and a Barney gray are- blazer at the bar. Yeah, so when him and Barney are at um, McLaren's, when Barney is in your favorite, a pinstripe suit. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're not a gangster, Barney. Just let it go. Uh, I didn't write this down, but I remember I liked Penelope's little pigtails. They were cute. Oh, her little braids? Yeah. Um, and oh, speak- oh, yeah, show me the hair. Oh, my gosh, I love it so much girl at work told me to put like a black sticky note across my forehead and keep my glasses on so she called me Edna mode <laughs> amazing I, I was like it. darling darling you've gotten fat <laughs> I was gonna say you could just throw in an all black outfit and big glasses and you could just be <laughs> Edna mode that would be the easiest Halloween costume for you what is it who is it who's that <laughs> I love it though but yeah you're you're rocking the bob and I like it thanks um, Lily, Those of you that don't know what I look like, I cut I cut like a foot of hair off my head. She did, and she looks short and sassy. Like the hair is short and yeah. sassy. I love it. It looks very cute. Thanks. Um, Lily. Yes, Lily. Um, is you know, as much as 
Lily does not create things in this episode. She does have a very cute jean jacket dress combo that I appreciate. She does. It's the green and yellow dress. Yeah, and then like these cute little necklaces. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I I would. Wear it that. complemented her skin very well, and I'm thinking they did that because everyone was gonna sip the Lily Haterade this episode. So. Yeah, it was very cute. I liked it a lot. Um, and I believe yeah, that's the last of my fashion notes. Um, I think so. I mean, we have Sandy Rivers in a very attractive <laughs> hair pink- helmet. Hair helmet and his, isn't his shirt pink with like a white collar and like white cuffs? Yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. And then let's see, he is then also seen in what looks like a giant trash bag at yes. the end, but is a uh, rain poncho. Yeah, I assume so. Uh, also, I didn't write it down, but Marshall had a really weird combination. He had like I think a T-shirt and then like one of those aisle. <laughs> it's like a it's like the zip up neck fleece. Oh, thing. the the half pullover. Yeah. With the yeah. I, I just remember him reminding me of Scooby Doo this episode, like Shaggy or something. Yeah. Was it and green? Then, I think it was, and then it also had a jacket over it. It was it was a lot going on. Um, I am bulking up. <laughs> I always call those the half zip things. I always call those the Alec Baldwin because Alec Baldwin wore those in that movie. It's complicated. And in the director's commentary, they said they couldn't decide what his character needed to wear in one scene. And he bought it and brought it with him and was like, how about he wears this? And they were like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. So, so, (laughs) So now in my head, those are the Alec Baldwin type sweaters. It reminds me of my old boss, Eric. He had a black polo one that he would wear when it was chilly. Nice. And I... he would go like, zoop, zoop, <laughs> zoop, zoop, when he was sitting in his office. That's really funny. I have I have several of them. I don't, I really don't wear them. The zipper up to the neck, like, bothers my neck. But if I'm know. cold enough, I'll put it up there. <laughs> that's the thing, is if I'm cold, I'll wear it. So that's why I have them, but. Yeah, they're not my favorite kind of sweater, but yeah, Marshall. I just remember it was a weird layering issue that he had going. Well, he's a man, so. Yeah, and he's got that crazy, like, fish-looking hair. So, yeah, so back to the top of the episode. Uh, what is your first note? Um, oops, Let me open it. Please hold on. Um, my first note is Barney slaps Ted. That's my first note. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I forgot he did this. Yeah, it was really, it was really funny. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, because because <laughs> they're going on and on and on about how Ted like, is Robin like, again. We're yeah. gonna do this. Like my like, kids making fun of each other. Yeah, you're a fart head. No, you're a fart head. <laughs> and I'm like, are we doing this again? Yes. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, essentially that. <laughs> So then I think pretty punch <laughs> I, my microphone. <laughs> why are you always punching that microphone? What did it ever do to you? It's like oddly long. I think it's just where it's sitting on my desk because my hand goes right under it and then I just whack it. Yeah, I get that. So my next note, I only had that one note in the bar. My next note is the Robin and Sandy are supposed to go on a camping trip. Oh, um, I just have the reference to everyone being annoyed at Ted and then my next note is Lily Lily and Marshall unpause so and then we skipped some yes 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. I have like ten notes. Sorry. In between. I told you my notes are very far and few between this episode because I just knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, that's yeah. I I think I did too, and I just was like anxious, so I was just writing everything down. Yeah. So I so Robin and Sandy are supposed to go on a camping trip. And then uh, Sandy's like, maybe we can finally have sex this weekend. And Robin's like, I would give you the speech about not hooking up with my coworkers, but damn, you must have that some bitch memorized by now. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. he quits on on live air. He does. Um. Uh, he also like he says something else like to Robin while while they're there. Um, workplace harassment has no one called HR. <laughs> like this is. I don't think you can call HR on Sandy Rivers, Chelsea. I guess not. He must own that news station, but it's a yeah, it's a lot. It's so then Ted is like, I know how I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna make her a mix CD. LOL. No, I'm just kidding. I would like oh. the mixed CD. I, I would. I would also like a mix CD or like I'm either I'm willing to go modern like you can just like make me a playlist and send it to me that's and adorable. And send it to me on Spotify thank you. Yeah. Um, because my car does not even have a CD player so. Yeah mine does not either. I so, don't yeah. know where I'd put it. Yeah. O- on the wall as memorabilia I don't know. Yeah my computer doesn't have a CD player yeah there's no I, I would need a playlist. Um, Spotify or Apple Music I'm either one is fine. Yes. Uh-huh. In case anyone's wondering. Yeah, if you want to send us playlists, please do. Um, And if anyone would like to make us a playlist, I am open to it. Uh, We will react to it live on air. Fun fact, Blink-182 is coming in July. They are. We should go. I'm going. (gasps) Did you already get tickets? That's exciting. Um, Brad did. Oh, that's so exciting. It's on Monday, Chelsea. Well, take Tuesday off. (laughs) (laughs) Hear that, Sean? (laughs) You have you have like almost a full year take two yeah. to figure it out take Tuesday off mm-hmm. um hair then, helmet oh well my next thing is then we see Ted in Robin's apartment where he's gathered the blue orchestra first of all I this is so cute a stalkerish don't get me wrong um <laughs> and grandiose like delusions of grandeur this man has but he sets a bar you know, yeah. you think to yourself, if he wanted to, he would, but also a little bit crazy. Yeah, like, there's cute, and then there's, like, Joe from you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm not sure where the line is, but Ted is flirting but, with yeah. it. This is Bofa. <laughs> yeah. Bofa them. Because yeah. a little Carter, but yeah. really cute. Because the yeah. Blue Orchestra. Also, get that man his damn pizza. Yes, or that's so funny. I that is why I think I ended up ordering a pizza for dinner last night because they kept talking about wanting a pizza and I was starving. That's so, funny. Yeah, so I ended up so sorry, Blue Orchestra people, but I had pizza. Um, Sucker. And then I had it for lunch today, um, because when you're an adult and you order a pizza, again, you gonna be eating that some bitch for at least three meals. So if Unless you, you have kids. I was going to say, if you live by yourself, which is why I rarely order pizza, because I get sick of it after, like, two meals. That's why she orders it when I come over. <laughs> I, yes. Or I go to your house and order it and f- feed you and your children so I can have <laughs> an appropriate na- amount and not feel like I'm wasting it. Uh, it works out. works out for everyone. Yes. Although now we have a big bread around, so I might have to order a second one. He can order his own damn pizza. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I you was want try- your own pizza? Eat it. I was trying to feed you bread. Where okay, yeah. So my note, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's really cute, but it's a lot. 
the orchestra. Yeah, my 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 note just says the blue orchestra is just so much. <laughs> like it's a lot going on. Also, Lily in that section of the show, you're not bugging out and deleting your voicemails. Yeah, that's the thing. And Uh, also Robin being like, okay, just knock. And then knocks on her fucking door when she locked her keys inside. How do you lock your keys inside when your key is inside, Chelsea? Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, that is what I was going to say. I, well, not even like a plot hole, but like questionable plots. Like. So stupid. Like Like, she might. didn't even need the key to get in. She might have one of those, because I did this a lot in one of my old apartments. She might have one of those knobs where you can, like, turn the knob and then shut the door behind you when it locks. I used to have one of those, and I'd locked my keys in the house all the goddamn time. So, I'm guessing that's what she did, especially if it's an older building where they don't update stuff all the time. But also, Um, he got all those people in there with all the dogs. Oh, that's an... Yeah, that's another thing. Um, But, yeah. So, when we flash back to the apartment really quickly we do see the purple umbrella on the shelf i'm sure we do (laughs) i didn't see it didn't look for it uh and this is where we get the voicemail that lily was accepted to the fellowship in sacramento or something san San diego Uh, california i was in the right state you were yeah yeah six of one half dozen the other it's it's far away not near marshall yeah and marshall's like defect yeah, well, they they say what now? So yeah, we saw Lily get accepted to the fellowship, mm-hmm. and before anything happens there, it flashes back to Robin in the apartment. So Ted's and she's like, got to pee. She uh, yeah, Ted lets her in, and she's <sighs> like, "Oh my god!" And Ted like gives her this big speech and is like, "Will you go out with me?" Blah blah blah. blah. I love you so much. Yeah. Professing undying love, and she's like, "I have yeah. to pee." Well, and she says, "Yes." No, I don't know. He goes, those yes, are the three those options. are all the options. <laughs> it, 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 so this is a relatively heavy episode, so you got to take the laughs where you can, and I, I, I appreciated that. Yeah, uh, I remember I laughed out loud. My coworker was like, why are you laughing at your computer? <laughs> I was laughing at my phone. Duh. Uh, but yeah, she was like, um, I have to pee. And so then Ted's like, okay, yeah, you pee, we'll wait. And the guy's still like, yeah, like, you said you were going to give us pizza. So where's the pizza? I said I'd get you pizza after. Gosh. That was very Napoleon Dynamite. It was. Uh, She's got three so- sticks in her drawer, Napoleon. <laughs> so then my, my next note is, how much did Ted pay for these custom blue instruments? Because I don't think they just had them. And it was the exact same Smurf penis blue. <laughs> I did not um, even venture to wonder. Because I was just like, he's paying them in pizza. Did they just spray paint their instruments and then put their hands and faces on them? Well, that's the thing. Is he paying them in pizza or is he just like paying them and also said he would give them pizza? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping he's paying them. Pay artists, kids. Paying in food or experience is not the move. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. Pay your artists. So then Robin is going through all of the... Feels. Feels. Every, everything at once. She's like, what about this and what about that? And we have all these differences, but I really like you and I can see us together. But also but this, but also but that, but also but this. And I just wrote, Robin overthinks like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also like you, I would imagine. I would have just been like, ah, no. 
and then went to the bathroom without saying anything else. Interesting. I would not Implosion. Have. Yeah. I would not have. I would have processed out loud the exact way that Robin did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> Actually, I probably would have went, what? Made him repeat it and then went, no. And then ran to the bathroom. Just out of fear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's Sounds- happening? Internal combusting must go pee. <laughs> Sounds healthy. Um, yes. Of course, I don't know that my, my coping mes- method of overthinking every possible scenario is any better. That would be what happens when I walk into the bathroom. I've been like, oh, my God, there's this and this and this. And then obviously if we go this way, I'm going to break his heart and then he's going to break my heart. And I just get the, what are the dogs going to do? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if he if this man is putting me through this turmoil. No, he's going down with me. He's sinking into the rabbit hole with me. I'm making him listen to all that. <laughs> this is your fault. You made your bed now laying it. Must make uh, list. Read it at you later. Basically. Basically, yeah. Um, and then in the middle of all that, I looked on Robin's couch. Her, She has a little pillow that looks like an iPad shuffle. An iPod shuffle. I didn't notice that. I was very distracted by it. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, Ted looks so cute with his black... Sh- wow, his black suit. Yeah. Yeah, he he did. But I was just like, why does it look like an iPod? <laughs> Why uh, not? For all you youngins out there, an iPod Shuffle is a prehistoric music device mm-hmm. that had a little clip on it. It had no no screen of any kind. You could turn the volume up and down. You could press play. You could do skip forward, skip back. That's it. And yes. it it was about two inches by two inches, and it had a little clip. You could like clip it on your shirt if you wanted to. Uh, if you're familiar with the TikTok, uh, some girl put it in her hair. Yes, yes, that. Yes, I had one. It was, I think, my, like, 16th birthday present or something. My sisters had one. Yeah, I had one. And then later, I, as we've previously discussed later, I had a Zune. Zune that I couldn't figure out how to use for my life. Like, all the wits. Speaking of the Zune, uh, as you know, as discussed last episode, we just recently went through a hurricane. And I was staying at my dad's house. And so we, when you, if you're not a person that lives in a hurricane state, when a hurricane happens, you charge up any and all electrical devices you can Mm -hmm. imagine. Yes. And download any forms of entertainment you can watch without power or Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi. And make sure, like, if there's any sort of, like, apps you can download for emergency contact, you do that. You just prep. That's one of the big preparations you do. So I was grabbing cable, you know, cable chargers and all my stuff. And I just so happened to have pulled out my Zune. So I was like, what the hell? I brought it over. I charged it up. It still works flawlessly. (laughs) And it has tons of pictures on it that I haven't seen in years. There are pictures of you on it. Oh, that's tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I think there's like late high school, early college pictures on it. That's tragedy. Yeah. So we might be sharing some uh, throwback Thursdays here in the oh, oh. here here in the future. Uh, yeah. So what up, Hurricane Zoom? Uh, I was just del- <laughs> I was just delighted that it still worked. So okay. So this is when Ted turns into a dick, a little bit for me. She is she wants to think, which is a reasonable request. Because Ted has just thrown mm. a huge giant gesture in her face. And is like, I love you. Yeah. Uh, I stopped taking notes at this point. But I remember what's happening. Okay. Um, when they did the pause, I was like, bitch. And okay. <laughs> um, see, I have, see, I don't even have notes 
to there yet. I think this is all before the pause. I think. It's prop. I mean, probably. Okay. My, I associated the pause with Marshall hearing the thing and then getting upset. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, this is when Ted... Robin wants some time to think because, of course she does. This is, like, a huge ask. And they've had all this, like, the Victoria stuff. They've had all this, like, stuff going on recently. And she just wants a minute, which is fair. Um, and so Ted's like... Uh, no. Yeah, Ted's like, if it's not a yes, then it's a no. Now and, or never. Which, okay, Ted, where was that energy before? When she was like unsure and telling you this wasn't going to happen and wasn't going to happen and all this and all that. And you kept pushing and insisting. Where was that energy before? You you like ultimatums and decisiveness when it suits you and not when it suits her. So think about that, Ted. He doesn't want to. He doesn't. But also he's not a very decisive human being. But he totally went O-Town on her. He wanted it all or nothing at all. He did. <laughs> he did. You're welcome, millennials. Yeah. <laughs> so this is when my notes say um, pause on pause. Um, so, yeah, they're at the bar. And I think Ted, yeah, Ted is telling Lily and Marshall what happened. Mm-hmm. And so then he leaves and it's just um, Lily and Marshall at the bar. And they say unpause. And then they resume fighting over Lily and her fellowship. It's an interesting concept, the pause on pause. I would not be able to do it. Uh, I have done it. I uh, went through a breakup a couple years ago um, with, in uh, summer of 2020. And um, it was just one of those things where we had gotten really close. We talked like all day, every day. And we hadn't talked in a few days. And like something happened that I wanted to tell him. But like the last conversation we had had was like fighting about the breakup and that sort of a thing. And I just really wanted to tell him something. And we had watched Time at Your Mother a bunch. And so I just like... I just wanted to like see if it would work or like see if there's something we could do. So I just said, I just messaged him and I just said, pause. And he said, pause. And then we went ahead and just like had a normal conversation. And then a little bit later went back and had more serious conversations. Um, it did work. I know. Um, but also I am really good at uh, dissociating and compartmentalizing, which is not entirely healthy. Um, I can disassociate with the best of them, but if you make me upset. It, I don't give a fuck anymore. You could go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, it was, I will say, we, it was a messy breakup. So there was lots to be said. I think I recall. Yeah. It was not, not the most fun, but we did uh, use the pause unpause function. Um, mm. It was interesting. I don't know if it's something I would do in the future, but it worked at the time. All right. But yeah, I think it's an interesting concept because, I mean, especially when you're adults, like sometimes you do like, because like big conversations, like they're having big emotional decisions are going to take some time and you still have to be an adult and live your life. So Yeah, but I think you can get to a point in a conversation where you're like, okay, well, we both obviously need to like talk about it and think about it. But it's not like I'm not mad at you or I'm not mad at the situation when we're not discussing it. Like, I have to take the kids to whatever, and so-and-so is coming with us because XYZ family, blah, blah, blah. I will be civil. I'm not going to be overly touchy or anything or, like, touchy-feely or, like, however it is normally. I won't blatantly argue with that person in front of people or be, like, mean, but I'm not going to be super cool about it either. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I get and yeah, I get that. It's it's an interesting approach. I think it's I think it's interesting. It's like I, the olive theory. It is like the olive theory. Yeah, it's 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 a very Marshall and Lily thing of them to do. Mm-hmm. So I think this is when we see we have Barney and Ted at the bar, and they're talking about um, like the next steps, what's going to happen next. And Robin's going on the camping trip because now the rain went away, and yeah. Barney's like, "She's leaving in today or like a few hours." Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it, it was funny that this is like one week off from us dealing with a hurricane, and there was a hurricane in this episode. I think that's funny. Is um, that what it was? I was just <laughs> like, what in the world is going on? Because yeah, we got it, the weather guys like, "You're gonna get rain." Yeah, it was like a hurricane or a tropical storm or something. Um, but I, it, it anyway, it just made me laugh. Um, so this is when we see Ted in his suede blazer. And we have Barney in his pinstripe suit. Um, and so this is when Barney slaps Ted and then Ted slaps Barney and then they have the hilarious slap, slap fight. fight. Yeah, just like <laughs> just like kids. Or the like, extras at the table behind them, perfect. Yeah, amazing. 10 out of 10. It was it was really funny. I really appreciated the how they both just went for it too. A, mm-hmm. a plus to Josh Rodner and uh, MPH for slap fights and then so they're walking out of the bar and barney says ted you're forcing me to be the voice of reason and that's not a good look for me true it's funny though it is funny and that but uh, yeah that's not not what anyone wants from barney and that was funny no but then like five seconds later he barney yeah so that's so that's when they're in the library library you hit on my mom yeah <laughs> we weren't exclusive so yeah, we meet Penelope, uh, which is um, super Barney's ex for the most generous of terms. Um, they, yeah. hooked up, they hooked up twice in his car, and then he broke up with her and hit on her mom apparently. Yeah. Um, so, so they're talking about the. Uh, <laughs> Okay, this was, um, I'm sorry, before we get here, before um, we get to the library, when Ted tells Barney that he wants to go uh, find Penelope, and he's like, I want to do a rain dance, and and Barney goes, a rain dance, did you just say a rain dance, a Mm -hmm. dance to make it rain, a rain dance, and it was very like, Cusco, the poison for Cusco, Cusco's poison. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it was funny. It was kind of funny. My mom used to have a rain stick. I think I remember that. Yeah, and I used to like turn it upside down and shake it around when I wanted it to rain so my friends didn't have to go home. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Do you remember the deleted scene in Twilight where Bella tells Edward that her and her mom used to make them out of uh, paper towel rolls and chinchilla droppings? Yes. (laughs) So bad. That's not what was inside that. Uh, rain stick it was the prickles to the cactus that makes more sense yeah yeah but chinchilla droppings for sure yeah those are the best rain sticks obviously don't we all know that smell amazing <laughs> uh those little pellets super I hygienic used... inside the uh paper towel holders oh yeah i'm sure there's no bacteria in that at all no maybe that's why she is the way she is yeah freaking renee i was holy and irregularly in love with it <laughs> <laughs> it rained today. Did you watch it? I was working. I did not. 
every time it rains, I'm like, Chelsea's watching Twilight. I wish I could rain every I could rain every time I watch Twilight. I wish I could watch Twilight every time it rained. Um, but that's a especially in Florida this time of the year, that's a lot of Twilight. I don't have that I don't want to watch it that much. Just watch the really uncomfortable exchange between her and Dr. Cullen when he's stitching up her arm. Where they have more chemistry than her and Edward have through the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much chemistry in that little scene. Yeah, you've you've always been very kind about us, Bella. Intense staring without breathing. And, and then when he like touches her chin, it's I, I wildly think inappropriate. It is wildly inappropriate for a fa- father daughter, quote unquote. Yeah, it's, yeah. What essentially amounts to like yeah, future father in law and daughter in law questions, questions. So Esme, why aren't you upset? Because we are. Friggin' Esme, man. Why doesn't it? Oh, we this can't be the podcast but i was like why doesn't esme have a car why have all of the collins is she the only one without a car does she just run everywhere she goes does she run alongside the car <laughs> she just needs a chauffeur oh my gosh yeah it's it's really funny oh okay yeah welcome to the, welcome to the twilight cast everyone <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Red Apple, the Twilight cast. Um, <laughs> hey, Nobody bit off it though, so. <laughs> Honestly, if there's not a Twilight podcast called the Red Apple, I would be shocked. I have no idea. I mean, I know Ashley Green has her own podcast for the movie. She, she does. I keep meaning to listen to that, and then I just don't. But. I only listened to the three episodes. It was her and her friend going over the movie. Mm. I and know she that had was any- all there was for a while, so I stopped listening. I know she has. She had Nikki read on for an episode. I'd like to listen to it for that one. Ian Summerhalder's wife. I. She will always be Evie from Thirteen to me, but she's also very good as Rosalie. I don't remember that movie. It's dark. Mm. It's it's a good movie. It's actually directed by the same person who directed the first Twilight, Catherine Hardwick, which is what strong. Who was very 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 close friends with Nikki Reed. They wrote Thirteen together. So that's potentially why Nikki Reed got to be Rosalie in Twilight. I'm not saying she didn't deserve it if she didn't audition, but... Ashley Green said it, so it's fine. Okay, cool. Um. She said that on the podcast. <laughs> okay. She said, oh, yeah, she's friends with the uh, with the director. That's why she was cast as Rosalie. Yeah. I think she's really good. She's really good as Rosalie. She pays the part very well, and Rosalie's supposed to be, like, very beautiful, and she is very beautiful. I she's don't... not very beautiful with that hair. I was just gonna say, I don't think she looks great as a blonde, but... No. You know, homegirl, that was not your color tones. No, and like people, like tan people can have blonde hair, but they did not pick the right color blonde for her. I was like ash blonde. Yeah, it was, it was incorrect. Anyway, so back to how I met your mother. <laughs> back to how I met your mother. So we see Pen- now we go back and we meet uh, Penelope in the library, and Ted is asking about a rain dance, and she's like, "Why?" And he goes, "There's this girl." She goes, "There's this girl." She's like, "I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure the all all of the gods and native spirits don't really appreciate when a rain dance gets co-opted." Tell him, Penelope. Uh, mm-hmm. I like. I just my next note is just I like Penelope. Uh, I just thought it was funny because it was I knew going into this episode I knew there was this whole rain dance thing and I couldn't remember exactly how it went down and it was going to be like how does this hold up in 2022 but I think the fact that Ted is repeatedly called out for it it holds up fine um I think I think it was handled pretty gracefully 
personally, but I am not of Native American descent, so or indigenous. So sound off in the comments if you disagree. I we're two white people, so it's not yeah, up to us to have sorry. that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> it's not us it's not up to us to determine whether or not that was handled well. But it's certainly our ancestors manifested too much destiny, so our apologies. Yeah. yeah. We we didn't mean it. So yeah. So let us know how you think that was handled, but it seemed to be relatively okay. So this is when we go back and we see Marshall and Lily at mm-hmm. the apartment. This is when we get Lily in her cute jean jacket and dress. And yep. So so they're having this like intense discussion about what's going on and how this is going to work and whether or not she's going to take it and they can't handle it and then well first she says well I wasn't even going to do I wasn't going to do it I just want to see if I could get in right and then he's like how did it switch from I wasn't going to do it girl to I have to do this like he goes did I leave the room at some point like when did that conversation change yeah and then she's like when you told me I wasn't allowed to go which I mean, I get that. I'm I can be a little spiteful myself. I so. don't remember hearing Marshall say she couldn't go. Uh no, but he there was something in their discussion about like we're getting married, you can't I think it was like you can't married, you can't do that or something like that. He it wasn't like you can't go or I don't want you to go or I'm not gonna let you go. But it was something I think somewhat kind of implying it. I um, think it's because she would have to leave in like two months yes, and their she, wedding was in three or something, something like I, that. I think it was the opposite. I think the program is three months long and their, his, their wedding was in two, I think is what it is. And oh. she, she would have to go to the program, I think, like immediately or pretty quickly. Wow. Yeah. So then they decide that they are starving and so they pause and go to Red Lobster. You know, what everybody's favorite. And also, do they go to the Times Square Red Lobster? Is there nowhere else they can go? I, I I have never been to New York City, but from what I have heard about any restaurant that is a chain in Times Square, it is the worst place to go to. I had McDonald's in Times Square, and that is all. It was an upstairs-downstairs McDonald's. Uh, I've heard some horror stories about the Olive Garden in Times Square. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I even saw it. But to yeah. be fair, it was 10 years ago. Yeah, I've never been, but I've heard things. Uh, it just seems like an interesting choice. So, but they're there, and it's someone's birthday, and so they're while they're attempting to pause, they're crying because they're humans who can't just completely shut off their emotions. Um, and so then it's someone's birthday, and so as they're like sobbing, they're having to clap along to the birthday song, and it was really really funny. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're like, Stop. I like when he's singing the song about butter. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what? There's no crying in the in pause. We're in pause land. There's no crying in butter sauce. And it was very funny. Anyway. Uh, so then we get back to Ted on the roof with Theodore Mosby. With Ted and uh, nope, you already said that. With Ted, Theodore Mosby, with Barney and Penelope. Penelope. And so Ted is doing his insane rain dance. Mm-hmm. All I could hear in this scene was Sandra Bullock in the proposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the to the window. <laughs> yeah. To the window. To the wall. wall. To the to wall. The to the, the swept drop, drop down. Drop down. Oh. Boss. Yeah. Oh. Ski, 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 ski. Yeah. Oh. That's all I could picture in this scene. So I like that now two episodes in a row we have references to the proposal. Because <laughs> we talked about Craig D. Nelson last week. 
Um, oh, we did. Yeah. So <laughs> that was really funny. Um, so then, <laughs> so Barney's sitting, <laughs> sitting nice. He goes, hey, Ted, this is funny. Hey, Ted, still funny. Hey, Ted, this is funny. And now it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Penelope is just sitting there like, mm, this looks right. Yeah. And he's she, he's like, hey, Penelope, is this right? And she's like, uh-huh. He's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. He's like, hey, Penelope, have you actually seen a rain dance? She's like, no, I've seen videos of it, though. And I've read all sorts of books. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, cool. Uh, I'm just going to go get a brain surgery from some guy who read about it in a textbook next. And so Penelope's like, Who did it on ER. (laughs) Yeah. And so Penelope's like, fuck you guys. And she leaves. Um, He's like, we've been up here for hours making fool of ourselves. And Barney says, what do you mean we, white man? (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean we? Um, So we're to the windows and to the walling. Okay. Yeah. So. And the sweat's dripping down our balls. All our bitches crawl. Um, Skeet, 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 motherfucker. God damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that whole part was very funny. The uh, the rain dance, if you can generously call it that. Um, so then this is when we go back to um, the apartment. Mar- Marshall and Lily in the apartment. And my first note here is just shout out Jason Siegel and Allison Hannigan. They are both so good in this episode. And especially this scene. They're very good at they're very good acting just like the the facial acting and the heartbreak and all that stuff like because this is this is a comedy show like this is not what they're doing all the time and i just think they're both very very good in this episode so then my next note is marshall saying to her if you can't promise me that's not going to happen then we should just break up right now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna wait around for three months to have my heart ripped out oof he asks her to promise him that if she takes his fellowship for the next three months, she's not going to become a famous painter and leave him and want to do this, some blah, blah, blah with other guys and whatever. Yeah. And, and if she can't promise them that, then they should just break up. Right. Because he's like, are you going to, can you promise me like you're not going to not, you're not going to fall out of love with me and like choose mm-hmm. your, choose your career over me. And he's like, if you can't promise that, then we should just break up right now. So real it's such a real conversation and it's so so hard because yeah it's coming down to someone choosing your soulmate or choosing your dream and it's hard man like I don't agree with what Lily does in this episode but I do very much empathize with what is they're both going through Mm -hmm. where it's really hard and again they I think they both did very masterfully in this scene of conveying that very real struggle and emotion because Lily again Lily does a lot of bad things and it's really easy to just be mad at her in this episode but also like yeah she went to college and she met Marshall and she's been she hasn't been Lily in a long time she's been Lily and Marshall she's been part of a set And And it sucks that it took her that long and got that close to getting married for her to realize that because you have to have your own identity in a relationship no matter what. I mean, literally, Brad's identity is the gym, and you can I can let you guess three times where he's at right now. I figured he was at the gym. Yeah, it's quiet in the house. Yeah, yeah, because there's (laughs) because there's no no cheering and no Brad. The kids will be here soon. Okay. It's just kind of rough, and I think. It's very easy to lose yourself in that very first relationship that you have, like the first real, real one. Scooter yeah. doesn't count. Um, yeah, Scooter does not count. She walked all over. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, it's understandable, but like, it yeah. could have been handled so much better. It could have, but it definitely makes sense that. But also, why couldn't he just offer to go with her? Well, that that's the thing is that is like it's really easy to make Lily the villain in this episode. It, it's totally understandable. But yeah, why couldn't he offer? Just to push back the wedding, why couldn't he offer to go with her? Um, I think what makes her a villain in my eyes is the fact that she did it all behind his back and wasn't going to say anything. Like, was she just going to up and leave one day and leave a note? Like, that, that's that, where my brain is. And that's and that's that's fair. That's valid. I don't know. In my just looking at it and watching it, as it it doesn't seem to me like she maybe thought that far. It just seemed like she was just like, I'm just going to apply to this thing. And I might not even get it. And then when she gets it, she's just she doesn't even have a moment to think or to process because it happens in front of Marshall. So I think I think that's the thing is it seems like it was all just kind of done in a panic and she hadn't really thought it through, which, again, I'm not saying that's a good way to do things. That's a terrible way to do things. But Mm -hmm. I don't know that she had a plan. It just seems like she just panicked and just did some stuff and then was like, we'll figure it out as it goes kind of a thing. I'm pretty sure you have to pay to apply for those things. Um, it depends. Like, it's not always, because if it's, like, submitting, like, an article to a journal or something like that or applying to a fellowship and stuff, I have, I've done that. I've done that kind of thing in the past, and they haven't had a pay thing. Mm. Yeah. It depends. But then, like, applying to college and stuff, you do have to pay. So it, it, it varies very greatly. When I got my internship, I didn't have to pay to apply for that. Mm. Um, and that was kind of a big thing to apply for it just kind of seems like that would be the kind of thing to have to like pay for them to look at your application because it's a prestigious thing in california yeah it depends it does depend though because i have a friend who uh works in music she has a master's in music and she was considering getting a doctorate in music um and she applied to i believe it was yale and um there i think there was an application fee for that but the actual tuition, which is a re- obviously it's Yale, it's a really prestigious program. There is no tuition because if you're good enough to get into it, then they're like they're so talented that they want you, so they're not going to charge you to come there, type thing. Which I think is crazy pants, but also really cool. That is crazy pants. Yeah. So who knows? But I mean, yeah, you're right. There could have been an entry fee. Who knows? But even even that with all of her, which we learn a little bit later, all of her credit card stuff, she probably didn't even blink if there was an entry fee so then we flash back to the oh no oh yeah oh, i'm sorry this is when um lily keeps trying to pause she's like crying and talking she's like pause pause he's like we can't pause we cannot pause right now we have to talk about this we can't pause and then she just like jumps up on him onto his arms and starts kissing him and he's like okay that was an amazing use of the pause function and then yeah then we go back to the roof the roof so then ted is just Ted screaming is, at the sky. Well, he's screaming at the sky, and he's doing this insane dance. Mm-hmm. He's just making up stuff at this point, and he goes, "I," ha-, which I I actually really liked this, um, because it's again, it's it's meant for a comedic touch, but it was actually had a lot of truth in it. I thought he said, "I highly doubt the great spirit is a stickler for choreography. It's the thought that counts." Honestly, Ted, you're not wrong. In most spiritual practices, yeah, it's all the intention, like. It's not like it's like oh you're supposed to like lift the crystal with your left hand. I really don't think. That what if you don't have a left hand? Yeah, exactly. It's all things like that. Like we we don't need to 
delve into an intense topic about spirituality or religion but it's just all all that thing it's 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 kind of like witchcraft that boils down to it's all done with intention like people you'll see people like non-witchy people decorating their house and they'll accidentally have like two mirrors facing each other and people who are into like witchy stuff will be like don't do that you're gonna open a portal and it's like no if they don't practice that and they don't believe it that's not it's all about intention if you just have two mirrors in your house you can just have two mirrors in your house it's it's all everything is very like everything with that is very intention based my tv count as a mirror because the giant mirror on my wall faces my tv the same a, i'm not trying to open any portals but say a i would say no and b again you don't like you didn't do that with intention so no that's, I do that's, not need any spirits here. Yeah, you got enough. <laughs> More than the one that's already here. Yeah. So, yeah. But I just, I thought it was, again, that was just kind of a little, like, throwaway line. But I thought it was, I was like, yeah, Dad, right on. Like, you're right. It's all about intention. Good on you. I liked it. Yeah. So then Ted is screaming at the sky to make it rain. He's like, come, come on. on. Come on. And I was like, ooh, titular moment. He says the title. Come on. And then it starts raining. And then Barney goes, oh, come on. Family Guy reference where he's like, eh? Huh? He said it. <laughs> I don't watch that show, but I believe you. Uh, they say the episode, or they say the name of the show. He's like, ah, he's a family guy. Eh? Uh, <laughs> that's, I think, in, like the finale of Boy Meets World. He, yeah, he's about to, they're about to move to New York. And he goes, oh, Boy Meets World. Now I get it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, so then we see Sandy reporting that the storm is happening. And so, of course, the camping and his trash bag. Yeah. So, of course, the camping trip is canceled. And I thought it was really interesting. Now, I know we've been doing a lot of tracking with Robin with purple stuff, but also this episode is very emphasized on blue with like the blue orchestra and the blue French horn and stuff. And Sandy, when he's reporting the umbrella, when he's reporting the rain, he's holding an umbrella and one half is yellow umbrella yellow and the other half is a blue French horn blue. And I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Robin grabbed her green umbrella on her way she out. Did. She did. Uh, I'm like, new color. Yeah, right? Um, so, yeah, Ted goes up to... The, this is when I started to get, like, goosebumps. Like, Ted goes in the cab, and he's, like, all... Like, the music is swelling up, and it's raining. And he's mm-hmm. like, Robin, I made it rain. I did all this for you. Get down here. You have to come mm-hmm. down here. Come down right now. Um, and she's like, no, it's raining. You come up here. Yeah, and he's like, no, get down here. And so she goes... And just like catches her breath for a minute and she looks at the blue French horn, grabs her umbrella to run out and she opens the door and Ted is already there soaking wet in the rain. And, and she's she goes, like, I was going to come down to you. And he's, and like, he's like, I know. I know. And then they have this like amazing <gasps> rain soaked kiss, even though they're still inside. They're both but soaked in rain. The green umbrella matches the green of Lily's dress. It does. Interesting. So is that like a metaphor for it never made it out the door? So Lily never made it down the aisle when she was supposed to? Maybe. Because five seconds later, you learn that Marshall is sitting on the front stoop of their apartment complex in the rain. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, My next note was just Lily left and then Marshall sitting in the rain with just seeing Ted. And Ted is so happy and so excited. And he's getting in the cab and he's running home in the rain to Mm -hmm. tell Marshall. And Marshall is, which we assume is the next morning. Like we assume it's still raining. Yeah, Ted slept over. Yeah, Ted. he made it rain so hard that it lasted all night. Yeah, and yeah, so it was just a whole yeah situation. Um, so then he goes home the next morning, and he's so excited to tell Marshall what's going on, and he finally got with Robin, and he's on top of the world, and he gets out of the car, and Marshall is sitting on the stoop 
of their apartment and he doesn't have to say a word. He's just his face mm-hmm. says everything. Ted already knew what Lily was doing. Well, that and just sort of. Yeah, sort of. And he also kind of like wasn't really paying attention. Um, he was too caught up in his own shit. Well, always he's Ted, main character. Yeah, because yeah, he wasn't home when the art fellowship stuff happened, so he may not have even known that she got accepted because he was all running around trying to bag Robin. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, he knew that she was applying anyway, that she right. was that thing in New Haven and yeah, had to she, try. But she did lie to him. She was like, no, I don't need any milk, uh, which turns out apparently she did. Um and so, yeah, Marshall's sitting in the rain. So this is, I imagine, the first time of many that this show made me cry. I cried while I was watching Marshall sitting in the rain. And he just holds up the ring. And, yeah, again, Jason Siegel, so good in this episode. I think he did such a good job. Because, again, this is a very comedy-heavy show. And especially Marshall is a very silly comedic character. And so he gets a lot of just, like, jokes and slapstick and all sorts of stuff. But he, I think he did very good with the drama in this show, in this episode. I think it carried over into forgetting Sarah Marshall from this show. Yeah, but even that, it's mostly him being over the top. Like, even when he's crying, he's crying like Lucille Ball. Like, Well, yeah, but <laughs> he at least ha- doesn't have the emotional range of, like, a dead cat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, we got reports of a woman moaning on this floor. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I think it's somebody above me. You're on the top on the floor. Top floor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, do people tell you that you look like Mila Kunis? Because you're kind of Mila my, my, uh, Kunis e. They do not. I get Christina Ricci a lot. I know. Yeah, I say. No, you get Christina Ricci a lot, which I also see a little bit, especially when you dressed up as Wednesday. I say. I don't actually know if you look like Christina Ricci or if you just have a really good RBF and you made a really good Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people used to tell me I looked like her when I was little too, like when oh. she was in Casper. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I see it. Um. But yeah, you also give me some Mila, Mila Kunis vibes. Both of them have very big eyes. Does that just mean I have big eyes? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you do that. <laughs> they also uh, both have like dark hair and I think really nice bone structures. And you have like very nice bone structure in your face. Thank you. You just gotta yeah, see, there you go. see some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really nice picture of you that we took last year around spooky time it's like from the side and you have like this amazing jaw yes it's yeah. sort of yeah. there it's there um so anyways this episode yeah. is depressing spicy it, sad um it is depressing but also the marshall and robin stuff nope the ted and robin stuff i was gonna say marshall and robin <laughs> aren't doing anything they barely tuck um <laughs> yeah no, the ted and robin stuff is a lot but it's very good. But yeah, this episode is, oof, this is a rough one. I won't lie to you. I When Ted got into the cab, I turned the episode off because I didn't want to watch it. Well, you have to next Couldn't time. put myself through that. Okay, well, next time you have to because we're covering this show. You have to watch the whole episode. I knew what was coming. I was not watching the sadness. Yeah, this episode was a lot. It was very emotional and very... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, but I think it was a very good episode. Like well, yes. well acted, well written. It was a very good season finale. Yes. Yeah. Did Lily have a painting thing where she went to France, right? In college, yeah. Okay. Because I, she, I vaguely recall her saying, "I never got to do that. I never got to travel and paint." Yeah, I and think be a waitress. She, I think she forgot that in college she did once. Yeah, because she- Marshall made her roommate cry. 
Yeah, she went. Yeah, she went through. Yeah, Gabrielle. (laughs) Yeah, she went through. She went for like a semester. Yeah, I don't know why she forgot that. Um, Like that's really cool. I don't know how you forget that, but yeah, I guess for the sake of the show, she just never got to do any of that. I think she just. I think she just panicked. I think she just is. Yeah, just forgetting everything, and it's just. Mm She got cold feet. She felt like she wasn't experienced enough. And Marshall's the only King Dingling she's ever going to hang out with again. So yeah, she didn't get to experience and sow her wild oats. Yeah, she just, yeah, she basically just saw her entire independent life escaping her and just absolutely batshit panicked. Yes. Essentially what happened. Um, For better or for worse, that's what she did. So, yeah, obviously not anyone's favorite episode for mm. Lily. Um, She's got an interesting character cycle, but we'll get into that at some point. She does. There's, yeah. yeah. Her character development is very, it goes forward and then takes three steps back half the time. Yeah, but I feel like we could say the same thing for Ted. He is stagnant. <laughs> but I feel, I feel stagnant, like, so. I feel like there's like, bits and pieces where he evolves and then yeah it just doesn't and then barney and robin are a whole other conversation separately they have they have some interesting character development as well yeah Um, that so what did we think because this is a finale what did we think of this season overall how do you feel about it um it had its ups and its downs i still say my favorite episode is probably the limo Okay, that was a um, real because get psyched. <laughs> the get psyched mix is pretty great. That's interesting. I thought you were gonna say the pineapple incident because I know that's one of your favorite episodes. It is. Um, but as far as moving the plot along and having something fun for them all to do, I think my favorite episode might be um, mm, where we meet Victoria. Yeah, and where we see their whole night of wonder at the wedding yes yeah i think i mean uh the limo is also very good but i feel i really liked cupcake then he ruins it he does but i think that's a very charming episode and it's very it's very ted that's it that's an episode of ted being ted yes least favorite still a purple giraffe um yeah no no surprises there but also down there is um mary the paralegal that was, I would say that's down there with my least favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. I forget that episode exists most of the time. So that. Yeah, that that's tells the, you anything. That's the thing. Like, Purple Giraffe was unenjoyable, but at least we remember it. Like, <laughs> I think I remember it because of the name. Yeah, that's true. Although, Mary the Paralegal did have Vampire Lou. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I forget about him too because that episode sucks. <laughs> yeah so say, say what you want for the purple giraffe at least we remember that it exists uh and, and of course it means that we meet everyone's favorite character carlos <laughs> yes mm-hmm. i work with carlos girl yeah <laughs> she's also very important to the plot oh yeah we see her tons of times the the uh i work with <laughs> carlos girl cinematic universe yeah yeah so that does it for season one uh i am so excited that we have completed a full season and next week we are starting season two. That is amazing. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for a full season and for continuing to hang out with us. 
But yeah, we will. Um, I'm making big promises here, but I'm gonna try. Um, we are. Uh, we will post some polls about like all of season one on our Instagram. We'll make some like funny bloopers content and post that up on TikTok and Instagram for you guys. Um, and yeah, next week there's not gonna be any like lengthy break or anything. Next week we will be back with season two. What? What? One. Hmm, somebody listens to us in the web browser. Get it. I have noticed that, yeah, and I think like five percent of our audience is from Brazil. Yes. Yeah. So, hey, Brazil, what up? I don't speak Portuguese. I apologize. Um, I am a big fan that six percent of our audience is over sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are. Well, Captain. I don't know who most of you are. <laughs> unless it's just one person. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that I I know. I think that's funny too. Does your um, mom listen? She has listened a few times. Because there's like less than 1% 45 to 59. Oh, my mom is over 59. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. I thought she was like 58. No, she's like 62. Really? I know. Both her and my dad look really young. <laughs> right? I'm like, hold on. Pump the brakes. Because yeah. my mom is 63. Most of our audience is between the ages of 18 and 34. Shocking. I am so shocked. I'm the most shocked by that. 66% female, 25% male, 9% non-binary. Oh, that's cool. Hey, what up, non-binary friends? Say hi. Yo. I love that. Yeah. So the um, season two, episode one, uh, next episode is called Where Were We? Um, in hell, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Probably just for Lily. I feel like Ted and Robin are probably not in hell. I think Marshall's in hell. Lily's probably like, I'm in California. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, poor Marshall. All right, guys. I think that does it for not only this episode, but also for season one. What do you think, lady? I do think so, because it's the end of the episode. Um, Season two coming at you. Yeah, I cannot wait. If you guys want to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms, you can get us here. On Instagram, you can find us at the underscore Blue French Horn Podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Blue French Horn Pod, no ease. On TikTok, you can find us at the Blue French Horn Podcast. You can email us at the Blue French Horn Podcast at gmail.com. And you can send us a voicemail on our anchor. And we would love to hear from you guys and uh, react to it on the show. Yes, we are very good at reacting. Yeah, and of course, you know, rate, review, share with your friends, coworkers, relatives of all kind. Given people you don't like. Yeah, if you didn't enjoy the show, you know, recommend it to someone you don't like. We're not picky. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, and let us know what you guys thought of season one and if there's anything new we want for season two. I think we are flirting with the idea of having some guests on the show. So we mm -hmm. will keep you guys updated. And maybe some fun ads. Yes, maybe some fun ads. We will see. We will see what is coming at you next season. So without any further ado, thank you guys for listening to the first season. We will see you next week for season two. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.